Welcome to Tafalado, the Brazilian Portuguese pronunciation for speakers of Spanish. This podcast is part of Brazil Pod and comes to you from the College of Liberal Arts here at the University of Texas in Austin. Welcome to lesson number five, pronunciation of a and a is the topic for today. And uh, as always, we're here with Michelle Lima, Valdo Oliveira, Jose Luis Montiel, who, by the way, is our Venezuelan representative, right? Our Spanish speaker. Yes, today. thank you. That's very kind of you, sir. You know, for the first time, I feel like it finally native English speakers have an advantage today because we're going to be talking about a, a. That's an advantage over the Spanish speakers. Really? Well, yes, because you don't have the sound uh. You always go ah, ah, ah. But Americans, we are experts at going uh. I'm an American. Well, yeah, it's just like the Portuguese. So uh, finally, the native English speakers are going to be able to listen to this lesson and say, yeah, I can do that. And what is lousy, lousy Spanish is going to be really good Portuguese. I would not call it lousy. It is. It's a different language. Well, we're going to hear that sound today. <laughs> we're going to listen to the sound ah, uh. And the basic rule is going to be that if it's in, a, if it's in the word, ah, sounds just like in Spanish, ah. If, however, it's the end of the at word, the end, okay. it sounds uh, uh mm -hmm. which is not what we hear in Spanish at all. Mm -hmm. And yes. so with that, what we do, we have a dialogue. We'll read it through a couple of times. Once just again to get the sounds, we'll repeat it with an English translation. And then our main focus will be to have a comparison with Spanish. Okay. Uh, also, every time we have these dialogues, there is a cultural idea behind it. These are things that Michele and Valdo noticed while they are now living in the United States. Mm -hmm. And today's topic is self-checkout right. at the supermarket. Yeah, a new idea for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, we don't have it in Brazil, so we're going to talk about this. Yeah. So with that, let's start with our dialogue. We'll have, uh, I think you start today, Valdo, is that right? Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. we'll read it fairly slowly, and then we'll come back and do it again with an English translation. Ah, essa fila tá enorme. É verdade. Vamos pagar no alto atendimento? Onde fica a máquina? Está lá na entrada. Você sabe como se usa essa coisa aqui? Claro, é fácil. É só passar o cartão. Great. And so we're going to listen to it again. And I'll give an English translation so we have an idea of what we're doing. But for the listeners, we're focusing on the sound a, 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 a. Valdo? A, essa fila tá enorme. This line is really long. É verdade. Vamos pagar no alto atendimento. That's right. Let's pay at the self-service machine. Onde fica a máquina? Where is the machine? Está lá na entrada. It's over there by the entrance. Você sabe como se usa essa coisa aqui? Do you know how to use this thing here? Claro, é fácil. É só passar o cartão. Of course, it's easy. Just insert your card. Okay, so that's the sound ah, ah. Now I think what we'd like to do is let's repeat it again and we'll have Jose Luis give a Spanish rendition. And for listeners, we're comparing then those sounds a, a in Spanish and a, a in Portuguese. Valdo, you're going to start us off? Ah, essa fila está enorme. Esta fila está muy larga. Ah, essa fila está enorme. Esta fila está muy larga. É verdade. Vamos pagar no alto atendimento. Es verdad. Vamos a pagar en el autoservicio. É verdade. Vamos pagar no autoatendimento. Es verdad. Vamos a pagar en el autoservicio. Onde fica a máquina? Donde queda la máquina? 
Onde fica a máquina? Donde queda a máquina? Está lá na entrada. Está já em la entrada. Está lá na entrada. Está já em la entrada. If I can interject here just for a second, I think this line is a great example of those two sounds. Uh, say your line again, Michele. Está lá na entrada. Está lá na entrada. And hear that again in Spanish? Está allá en la entrada. So yeah, here, say that word entrada, because that's a good one to, to finish on. Jose Luis? Entrada. Entrada. It's really different at the end, isn't it? A, a little bit, yeah. Um, OK, Valdo, continue. Você sabe como se usa essa coisa aqui? Sabes como se usa essa coisa aqui? Você sabe como se usa essa coisa aqui? Sabes como se usa essa coisa aqui? Claro, é fácil. É só passar o cartão. Claro, é fácil. É só passar a tarjeta. Claro, é fácil. É só passar o cartão. Claro, é fácil. É só passar a tarjeta. Okay, great. See, for English speakers, we generally make the sound uh when it's an unstressed syllable. And so we say above, above. Um, sometimes I compare the word photo, photo, with photographer. See, in photographer, it's the unstressed syllable that becomes a uh, photographer. And for those of you who are Brazilians and native Spanish speakers, that's actually hard to learn when you speak English. It sure is. Very difficult. Yeah. Um, uh, I also hear it in the word nothing, nada. Let's hear that a couple times from the Brazilians and from the Spanish speakers. Valdo? Nada. 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 You know, it's a good example of that. Okay, so that's the sound ah, ah. Also, of course, we say there's always a cultural reason behind why we wrote the dialogue that we did. And today we're talking about uh, self-checkouts at supermarkets. Is that right, Valdo? Yeah, it's, uh-huh. Like in Brazil, we have a lot of ATM machines, but we don't have self-checkout lines at the supermarket. Okay, so you, when you pay for your food, you have to pay with the cashier. You have to pay at the cashier, yeah. at the cash register. At the cash register. Yeah. You know, so you don't have like the self-service, like we have it over here. And in Venezuela, we don't have this self-checkout. Oh, you don't? Well, well even no. here in the United States, it's a fairly new thing, and some people feel uncomfortable doing it or don't know how to do it. And even I kind of sometimes not sure what to do when I get there and such. Well, since we're talking about supermarkets, I do have a, a, a couple of questions I'd like to ask uh, sure. in a related vein. As a North American, when I go down to Brazil, there are two things that always drive me crazy. <laughs> Number one is if I want to buy bread. I wait in line. And I think I'm being very polite. I wait my turn. But inevitably, every time, it is always some short lady who's over 60 years old, kind of like a widow. And she widow. comes in. I don't know if she's a well, widow. I don't know if she's a widow, but she looks like a widow. She can be single, widow. too. Okay. She comes in very aggressive, shouts what she wants, and kind of gets her bread first. I don't want to be rude, so I kind of step back and let her, let her go through. I think it's my turn. And then what happens? Again. Another, Another one walks woman. in. Oh, man. Short, 60-ish. I don't know if she's a widow, comes in, tries to buy bread again. I never know what to do like in those situations. So I'm like, what do, what do I do? Well, I don't know. Maybe she shouldn't go to the bakery. <laughs> Maybe she go, like, in the middle of the day. Widows don't go, get, out of, get out of the house in the middle of the day. Go so. at a different yeah. time. Yeah. You know, it really is a pressure thing as a non-native speaker when you go to those bakeries because there's a big line behind you. They all know what they want. You're not sure of all the vocabulary words for all the different types of bread. There's all, there's all, that's, it's, it's pressure to do that. 
It's a good idea if you know before what you want to buy. <laughs> you know, another one that's hard is when you have to buy cheese or meat and then they ask you how much do you want mm -hmm. and your American brain is thinking of pounds yeah. and ounces. Yeah. I don't know how much cheese we buy. Yeah, buy grams and kilos. Yeah, yeah so about 200, 300, 300 grams, grams of half cheese, a kilo. Yeah, ham. A kilo if you have a. So you if, know, you, if you had a kilo, money. how long would that last you of your meat? A, a week. Yeah. Depending on a week. how big the family is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because for a single it's a lot person, of cheese. a single a person would never buy a kilo. They would buy half of a kilo. Half of a kilo. Anyway, so I understand kilo. the whole idea no, of the self-checkout being difficult, less. but for no, those less. of us who are North Americans, it's the uh, it's the buying the bread and buying the meat and cheese that are that are rather difficult for us as well. Wonderful. Well, let's finish with one more repetition of our dialogue, sure. focusing again on the sounds ah uh. Ah, essa fila tá enorme. É verdade. Vamos pagar no alto atendimento. Onde fica a máquina? Está lá na entrada. Você sabe como se usa essa coisa aqui? Claro, é fácil. É só passar o cartão. Wonderful. And that brings us to the end of lesson number five. Tá falado. Música